brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. S106.5 FM. mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for The Mortgage Voice, Jeff Barton. Welcome everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mor- in the mortgage industry. Welcome back to the show. We are on each and every week. We bring to you guests. We bring to you information. A lot of times what we talk about is what's happening in the news on a broad sense because not only is it important uh, to make decisions based on what's happening economically, certainly, and obviously what's happening in your neighborhood, whether it's a weather event. And by the way, if you're out there and you're underwater, I hear you. Uh, there's a lot of weather events here in our listening area, KCAA in the uh, Inland Empire, the uh, IE, San Bernardino, Riverside counties, a little bit of LA and Orange, as well as uh, out in the Palm Springs area. Weather events are amazing uh, in that when you're lending or when you're doing loans in an area that has been hard hit either by a flood or a fire or you know, earthquakes and uh, and the like, um, you have to go to your lender or go to your mortgage broker and figure out exactly what you can do in order to either speed the process along or to uh, guarantee that you know, your money is safe, uh, i.e. it's in escrow and you're waiting to close, but the bank's taking their sweet time in order to make sure and verify that the property is good. So what happens to your contract? What happens to the contract dates? What happens to all the things that are you know in the way between you and uh, securing your property. All these things are happening, and, and as I say, this is what we do each and every week on the show, and thanks very much for joining us. If you want to see the show each week, we are on YouTube. Go to YouTube, Jeff Barton, The Mortgage Voice, so you can see the show. If you want to go to KCAA, KCAA is the radio station, as I said, that hosts the show currently, and they um, have it also archived on their particular station as well. As we go along, I'll provide you with more details about what's happening with us and where you can see and hear us. But let's get right to a little bit of the news to use section. Uh, The interest rates have been hmm, going up. Anybody who's in the mortgage business will tell you this has been the worst start of the year we've had in a long time. Uh, Last year at this time, the rates were still, you know, 3%. But as they've climbed, uh, we thought late December, uh, early to late December, as rates fell and early January they fell even more so we were down into the mid fives for a 30-year fixed rate loan well today it's almost at seven percent which means yes that's right they are killing us with the rates and the mortgage industry the mortgage people in the industry trying to close your loan or trying to get you into something that you can afford every time the rates go up fewer and fewer people can afford the house so as we go to 6.88 percent for the 30-year fixed rate loan is what we're quoting on today. And again, these quotes that we come up with each and every week are really about an average of what we see uh, across the area, across the region. You may be able to find a lower particular 
uh, rate. And why would that be? Because you've got an 800 FICO score and you've got 25% down and you're looking to, you know, a very institutional bank where you've got all your money stashed anyway. So they're going to loan you back your money at a lot less than current rate at 6.88. However, most people aren't that kind of borrower. Most people are trying to get into the home, trying to squeeze into it home. I saw an article about first-time home buyers and the difficulty that they're having getting into a home. There are four or five cities which actually uh, are good for first-time home buyers, Austin, Texas being one of them. Uh, one of them in California was, what was it? Can't remember right now because it wasn't one of the big four or five cities that you hear about all the time. However, those particular cities that you can get into for first-time home buyers are few and far between. As I said, there were four in the article as opposed to 50 uh, in the article that says that, you know what, uh, first-time home affordability is terrible here. In those cities in California, yes, that's right. San Bernardino, Riverside are right in there. Very difficult to find a uh, first-time homebuyer house. Uh, and they are calling first-time homebuyer houses probably in that FHA range, right? If you get a uh, an FHA loan anywhere from, I don't know, Couple hundred, three hundred thousand dollars, all the way up to about six twenty-eight to seven hundred thousand in that range. Um, that's the first-time home buyer, according to FHA. That's what you can afford to get into with a three and a half percent down. Uh, what will your particular rate be? Well, let's just go through the rates again: six point eight for the thirty-year fix, six point two five for the fifteen-year. 6.35 for the FHA. That's that FHA I was just talking about. And again, the FHA quotes are county by county. So our listing area is San Bernardino and Riverside. They're both different counties. So check with your lender, check with the loan officer, uh, with the mortgage broker that you're working for in order to get the exact quote. But it's kind of what I said between 628 and 728 in that range. Um, Let's see, the uh, jumbo is at 6.42, and the uh, 5.1 arm is at 6.60. The 10 year is at 3.92, and the 2 year is almost a point higher at 4.81. We saw the 10 and the 2, a lot of the yields rising. Now, why is that? It's because nobody wants to buy the U.S. debt. Yep, that's right, nobody wants to buy the U.S. debt. We've seen what they call equities, which, of course, the stock market getting really hit hard. and that's just simply because a lot of people aren't believing uh, that we're not going to go into a recession, aren't believing uh, that mortgage rates are going to go down, and certainly are looking for a way by which they can take cash out and be safe, either by putting it into their uh, purchase of the property or by just keeping it in cash. Uh, let's get through a couple other things in the news to use section. January pending home sales up 8.1%. Now, why is that? We talk about the difficulty of finding uh, affordable homes for new home buyers. We said there's not enough out there. There's only four cities out there that are apparently, you know, uh, have good programs for, uh, not good programs, but inventory and the prices are right for first-time home buyers. One of the reasons that the, gen- the uh, January pending home sales were up. Now, this is new home sales versus general sales. And the reason that the inventory is up at that time, as I said, is because mortgage interest rates at that time were down in the mid-fives. So in the mid-fives, the industry will do well. People will go out and buy houses. These are all contracts closing at that time. Um, Price cuts and incentives are what's driving the sales in all of these new homes. If you go into new home, anybody has been to Pulte or KB or there's a whole bunch of them, Shea. Uh, if you walk in the door and you want to buy a house and you want to get into contract, there's there's a lot of things. If you use their in-house representation on both the sale of the property, real estate, and on the loan, they're going to offer you things and they're going to want to get you into that property um, as best they can. A couple of things they're going to offer you, they're going to say, look, we're going to cut our price right now by I don't know, $10,000, $20,000. They're going to cut price. Now, for a single-family resident that you get from the MLS through your um, real estate agent, that's not necessarily the case, even though you have more ability today than you did you know, 10 months ago to be able to negotiate. That's not necessarily true. But if you go with them, uh, the new home builder for your loan and for your real estate, they've got a lot of ways with which they can cut your price. That's one way that they get you in the door, and that's one of the reasons why the January home sales are up 8.1%. The other one is incentives. They can offer you things like uh, 
I don't know, a paved driveway uh, different than your neighbors. They can offer you a different kind of roof, different countertops, different ways that your particular unit will be built and the um, end result, what you know, because they always get you when you go into those things with the upgrades. If you're going to upgrade your kitchens, your bathrooms, um, the flooring, all that kind of stuff. But if they want to get you into the property and this is what juices the sales, they will give some of that stuff away for free in order to entice you to be able to buy that property. Those couple things are why the new homes uh, in the new home areas are up so much. Let's get to some other news. Inventory down 6,800 6, uh, in Last week versus the week before. Doesn't sound like a lot, but it is a lot if you consider we are at historic lows in inventory. Not a good thing. Higher interest rates crush home apps. Well, we all know that, and I just alluded to it. If you're out there and you're buying right now, I feel you because until interest rates get back down into the high fives, even low sixes, because right now we're not even looking at that, it's going to really disincentivize people from getting out there in the marketplace. Uh, and the last one I want to get to is the mortgage rate roller coaster. Yes, it is. It's up one month, down the next month. So when you're out there, if you're out there already and you haven't given up, that's probably a good thing. We're probably looking at March, end of March, to be able to see the rates come back down again. Now, why do I say that? Because of the roller coaster effect. We've seen it go up, we've seen it come down. And since last year, it's gone up and down many, many times throughout the cycle. We hit a high of seven and a half percent in mid-July, August, and then we went down to five and a half. Now we're back up almost to seven percent. So that trend will continue. Anyway, I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Thanks very much for tuning in to the show each and every week. We come to you, we bring to you solutions, maybe ask some questions, try to observe what's going on around us here in the IE, San Bernardino, Riverside counties. Uh, KCA brings to you our show. Been doing it for about nine years. Appreciate the work they do there. But the main thing here is, what are the solutions? What can we do? How is it that you're going to be able to take advantage of the information you get from this show? Uh, one of the places you can go is to the company website, the station uh, that we, let's see, it's uh, Jeff Barton. What is it? TheMortgageVoice.com. That's the uh, website. If you want to go there, you can see not only the guests on today's show, but you can probably see guests from a number of shows. If you want to contact them directly or at least hear a little bit about what's going on from past shows, you can go there. It's a great place to get your information if you've missed it from the show. That's themortgagevoice.com. Okay, so uh, with us once again, and I'm glad to have her back early in the year because uh, we'll get to compare it to what's going to go on later in the year is Wendy Van Wessel, and that's from kind, she's from Kind Lending. Uh, she joins us now. Wendy, how are you? I'm just fine, Jeff, and yourself? I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm a little bit... Um, unsure about what's happening in the mortgage industry we're seeing the rates go back up and it's just killing us uh we were doing well when the rates were in the mid fives which i think the market can can take but uh when we get closer to seven percent it really really slows things down how about yourself what do you see you see it across the board because less borrowers qualify with their debt to income ratio with the higher rates so yeah it makes it a little bit more difficult for us yeah, it really does. Um, uh, and now I know, and we talked off air, that you have some solutions, some different ways that you might be able to help some uh, buyers um, with the programs that you have there. Give us an example or two of what, what you all are doing in order to help out in this situation. I think that there's quite a few things that are being done. First of all, the big news out there is if you want to do an FHA loan, the monthly MIP, mortgage right. insurance premium, has drastically been reduced by uh, 30 basis points or more, Yep. Um, um, and that makes it so that it's cheaper than when you go to, with a conventional mortgage that's over 80%. It also has to have monthly mortgage insurance premiums, but it's often more expensive until they correct it because this FHA is so much lower. And those rates are still in the mid-fives. Okay, so give it... You, go on, go sorry. If you want to finance the what they call upfront mortgage fee, which guarantees the loans to the lenders, you can you can 
put that into the loan and then your monthly mortgage insurance premium is lower on an FHA loan and the rates are still pretty low so you probably still qualify and their DTI debt to income ratio on the back end goes a little higher too often so um, the FHA borrower now you you take with kind lending uh, FICO scores down to what 620 580 where do you go to 580 okay 580. Now, uh, those type of borrowers, when they are coming to you, if they have actually, let's say they're a married couple, one of them has a 580. Uh, it used to be that you had to use that particular FICO score in order to qualify because it was, you know, the lowest one. Let's say the, the, the spouse has, has a FICO score in the, in the 700s. Is there any way that you can use both of those FICO scores together? That's when you flip it to Fannie or Freddie on the conventional side. It would be Fannie. Okay. Fannie Mae allows you to blend a ratio. So if you have a borrower with a 560 FICO, okay. and the other borrower has like a 710, they'll blend the ratios so that you would be able to do a loan because I think that most conventional loans are at the 620 FICO score that you need. Mm -hmm. You'll still be able to qualify for the loan, although you would get the loan level price adjusters on the lower, well, I think it goes down to 620, on that score, which a middle uh, average score would be allowing you to do the loan with both borrowers, and sometimes you need both borrowers' income. So FHA so won't do it, right, but uh, a conventional loan will do? Yeah, Fannie Mae. Fannie yeah, Mae. Fannie Mae with that one. And then there's also something else called a first-time home buyer. Okay. If you are a first-time home buyer and you are... 100% of the mean, the average income for the area, or in the high-cost areas, which a lot of L.A. is. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 120% of the mean income, you get zero, that's right, zero loan-level price adjusters, so that makes your price much better, too. So for the lower FICO, for the higher LTV, all of those loan-level price adjusters get wiped out, and you just need to take one class for the first-time home buyers and have the income that you need, and that makes it so it's more affordable as well. Okay, so uh, in talking about price adjustment or talking about different ways that you're going to see a different rate on your loan versus somebody else, which is kind of similar but not because there's some extenuating circumstances, FICO score or amount down, certain other things. When you're explaining that not only to the you know loan officer, but when the loan officer is explaining to the client, what, what, what is the best way by which you can say, hey, look, you're not a great borrower, so you're going to have to pay more? I mean, we, we, that's exactly what it is, but it's a little bit difficult when you're trying to obviously get the only loans that are out there. I would probably say that uh, lo loan officers are mostly help the people with the biggest purchase in their lives. So they're a little bit of a financial planner. They try and get them the best loan for where they are at in their credit history. So if you tell them to pay off all their credit cards down to about 30%, if they can, right. that raises their FICO score uh, a bit, and by the 10th of the next month, you should see the differences in the FICO schools. So how do you say it to them nicely? Stop spending money? Well, <laughs> no, that's exactly right. And I think... Uh, you hit the nail on the head when you came up with a solution. You said, hey, look, you want to try to get your credit cards down to about 30%. What are some of the other ways by which you might be able to get rid of these price adjusters? Well, your DTI doesn't, well, it's starting to take a hit. If you have a jumbo loan, it does take a hit for the debt-to-income ratio. And I would, I would remind people that if they have a car loan, not a lease, but a loan, and they can pay it to under 10 payments left on the payments that they need to make to, buy, to pay off the car, 
then they no longer have to include that in their debt income ratio. So I would say pay off your credit cards, pay them on time. Right. Um, what else can you do? The car loan's a good one, too. Make sure it's less than 10, 10 payments or less. That's pretty good. Correct. And then you have that car payment that can be taken out of your debt-to-income calculation. Right. Um, I like the one for first-time home buyers as long as they're in the mean income area. Right. That's a good I one, too. Like, I also don't ever... If you've ever served in the, if you've ever been of service to our country, our military, um, say that because the rates for vets is wonderful. I have something for vets were never allowed to buy units, and it's so popular to buy units out here and rent the other ones out that's not living in. Well, we called kind, we called Washington D.C. to get a straight answer, and vets can buy multi-unit properties even if they have no landlord experience if they get a management company to collect the rent for the first 12 months okay. and that contract with the management company would be signed at docs then they can do that unit purchase which makes the properties self-sufficient they give you income as well is that like a, a dscr type loan in order to qualify i know that vets get 100 percent financing but what type of program is it just the va loan it's just a regular VA loan okay. because they were they were always uh, not very they were unable to buy units if they didn't have the landlord experience that they were talking about. Right. So even though they wanted to have that income from the other units, they couldn't do it. But they can if they get that management company first twelve months to collect their rents for them. Okay, uh, we're on on to about a minute and a half left. I wanted to get your opinion as to where the market might be headed. Uh, you have more more of a I guess feel for it because you're at a lender and kind lending and you know uh, the people that run your company have been around a long time and you like I say you have your your finger on the pulse of it what what do you think is going to happen do you think we're looking at a recession do you think we're going to be going to uh, a better mortgage rate uh, later on in the year what what's what is your thought last November they thought that probably around August or September they were hoping the rates were going to go down to five and a quarter again and that was good news for everybody I don't know if it's panned out to be that because we keep having the feds jump in and try and make the rate as high as the inflation rate artificially, mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's just messing up the works. It's making less properties available to less people. People are staying in their homes. There's not as much yep. inventory on the market because they don't want to have the higher interest rates. But but I do believe that they're going to go down. But look at the 10-year bond today. What is yep. it at? 3.98? It's pushing four now. Yeah, I know, and and you get the two year almost a point higher. So, short term and long term, I mean, it's it it yells recession, but you know we're not quite sure. And is recession really a good thing for the real estate market? I'm not sure that is either. I think that our inflation is going to continue to be high. We still have problems that need to be worked out. Mm -hmm. I don't love that the strategic oil is being yanked out uh, to keep the uh, fuel costs artificially lower than they should be because. Uh, where we're buying it from or what's happening on the global uh, field out there. I just think that the feds need to, this, they were doing it half a point, raising the rates by half a point, then they went down to a quarter. I hope they don't go back to the half a point raises. I mean, we're going to have loans. We're going to have people that need to refinance. They're at the biggest amount of equity in their homes that they've had in a long, long time, so they can do it. They have to have 12-month seasoning now. That was a new change for a cash-out refinance. Oh, okay. Hey, Wendy, we're we're up against it. I'm sorry. I, I ran over here. I'm sorry. for really like having you on, and I always like your opinion about things because, uh, like I say, you really know what's going on, and I appreciate it. Thank you for coming back to the show, and uh, we'll get back to you pretty soon. Okay. My pleasure. Thanks. Bye. Thank you very much. That's Wendy Van Wessel from Kind Lending. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Thanks very much for tuning into the show each and every week. We come to you. We bring to you solutions. We talk about things that are problems. We try to bring you information that you're going to use to be able to go out there and make that purchase you want to make or not make that purchase you want to make. There are all kinds of reasons to do and not to do. And we try to give a, a, an easy uh 
simple explanation for what we're saying is going on in the marketplace. One of the things that we do mostly is to provide you with information about programs and information about loans because that's what we do on the Mortgage Voice, provide you with the information so that you can make the best choice possible. Now, with us today is a guy who's been on the show many times, and the reason is because he's very well-versed in all kinds of different ways. You know, it's not just the Fannies, Freddies of the world that get you your loans done. It's also the non-QM stuff, and outside the box thinking they can get you a loan and into a property, especially in a market which you're not quite sure uh, where it's going and where it's heading. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Charles Giscombe. He joins us now. Charles, how are you? I'm doing great, Jeff. Thanks for having me once again, my friend. Thank you very much. Okay, solutions in a difficult market. Now, we've seen rates go back up. Now, for most people, they because they, all they do is read the headlines, they say, oh, my gosh, rates are going back up. I'm not qualified. I can't get into this loan. I need a certain FICO. I need a certain uh, amount of money down. What are some of the alternative ways by which we might be able to help somebody who has that mentality that unless they see it on the front page news, um, it can't happen for them? I think it can happen for them, and that's kind of what you do. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's many different ways, and obviously the news comes and it scares people when the rates going up. Right. But like Jeff said, there's many different types of loans. One of the alternatives is a non-QM loan. It's a non-qualified mortgage. It's a mortgage that uses alternative documentation and requirements in order to qualify you for the loan. So as opposed to a tax return or W-2s or paycheck stubs, you can utilize your bank statements. You can utilize a CPA, a profit and loss letter. There's many different ways that you can qualify. They'll take the average of your 12 months of bank statements, utilize that as your income, and then that way you still can qualify. It's probably a lot better than tax returns because normally in tax returns you write many, many of your income off. You write things off so your income is showing less. On bank statements, it's based upon the deposit. So usually all the money goes in, and they'll take the mean average of 12 months of all the deposits that go into your bank account, and that's how they qualify you. Probably increasing your debt-to-income rate or, or lessening your debt-to-income ratio, increasing your income so you have more room and space to qualify for that loan. And it also allows, it's not the same as Fannie and Freddie where you could put down, or, or, or FHA, where you could put down 3 or 3.5%. But, it, but that same loan can still let, allow you to get into a loan with putting 10% down. For the trade-off, it's a great loan, still competitive interest rates, still 30-year fixed, and to offset the higher interest rate, they even have some terms that allow you to go 40-year loans with interest-only options. To offset that high interest rate, it makes your monthly check that you cut lower, more competitive and more parallel to what a traditional mortgage loan interest rate would be. Now, when, when we choose lenders to be able to use or lend the money ourselves at Malibu Funding, Charles works for Malibu Funding. I'm Jeff Barton. I also work for Malibu Funding. But when they're choosing the lender, who to use, some of the criteria are uh, the rate, absolutely, the amount down, certainly, but also manual versus automated underwriting, certainly in situations whereby you're looking to see, uh, tell a story. Look, this is who I am, this is what I got, this is what I want to do, and this is how I propose to get there. That's quite a bit different than a cookie-cutter loan with Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. Explain how the advantages of using uh, manual underwriting helps people in the non-QM world. That's a great, great uh, question. That's great information that Jeff just passed over. Absolutely. Usually there's a system, automated underwriting system, desktop underwriting system, and a traditional loan that we would utilize. They would simply put that information through there, run that system, and they would check the risk factors and whether a person would qualify. Like Jeff said, truly cookie cutter based on the formula. The advantage of using a manual underwriting situation is Manually, they'll take a look at the story, and they won't just use the cookie cutter. What they'll do is they'll take the other compensating factors of an individual to paint the picture to show this the borrower as a, uh, a rightful and qualified borrower. And that way, with those compensating factors and allowing to add a little bit of the human touch to it and the creativeness will allow a person to have more flexibility, more room, and more space to qualify. And, and so, so some of the criteria, they can get past those things because the compensating factors allow an individual to get across some of those other hurdles. You know, you, you talked, and I, I think 
when people think about loans in general, but certainly in the mortgage industry, it's all about risk, managing risk, and what kind of borrower are you? And I think in the non-QM world, people have the wrong idea that somehow these kinds of borrowers are more risky than, say, somebody who would be a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac borrower. I think it's just the opposite. I think a lot of people who come to non-QM come for different reasons and are, are truly good loans and are truly people who really want to make sure that they have options other than, like I say, the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, 30-year fixed rate loan. Jeff, I, you could not have said it better. I completely agree with you. One thing I will say, and not to be long-winded, because you know I love talking about <laughs> No, go, I got four but minutes. I will, <laughs> but I will say this to you. At the end of the day, usually individuals that we work on at Malibu Funding who utilize non-QM loans are individuals who have stepped out there, have taken the risk to create their own businesses. Right. Individuals that have been through COVID that recognize that they can work for themselves, still make a great living. A lot of they don't have the structure that a normal uh, cookie cutter, uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA individual would have, meaning the tax returns, 60 days bank statements, right. 30 days paycheck stubs. They may not have that documentation. But what they do have is they have bank accounts and they have true deposits and they have true income and they may have 1099s and they're self-employed. We believe at Malibu Funding that an individual, if an individual can show that they have the ATR, which is the ability to repay, they should be able to get a mortgage, a qualified competitive mortgage that puts them in the game and allows them to have the same benefits and, and, and the same rewards of an individual that's qualifying for a traditional loan. Truly, a non-qualified mortgage uh, is, is based on and built for individuals who every day look out for themselves, take a step out there, and try to make things happen. But in the past, they haven't had the opportunity, and they've been more, they, they haven't been rewarded. And now these non-QM uh, loans are rewarding those individuals who do get out there every day for the entrepreneurs and other individuals that don't have traditional financial structure. And I think uh, also in that you have a borrower who is used to a certain type of risk because they're business owners, I guess, in the scenario that we're talking about now. And I think Correct. paying a little bit more at this particular juncture to get into a property is something that a person who is a business owner who is used to taking risk is also used to betting on themselves, i.e., I can get into this mortgage now and refi it into something else very quickly where as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I may be able to get, especially with, you know, the rate volatility that we have on conventional loans, Fannie, Freddie, and FHA going up and down. It's been two months, three months, six months, it may be down again, and that would be the time to refi from a loan that I'm getting into now because now's the way, this is the way I can get into the property. That is an absolute strategy, especially for now, because let's just be realistic. 
No one wants to stay in a high interest rate loan. Right. But you still want to buy a property. You still want to get into this market. You still have the ability to make money by buying investment properties and primary homes and residences. So you should get in. At the end of the day, the beauty about these non-QM loans is they're not hard money loans. They're loans with the same kind of terms as a traditional loan. Right. What they are different in is their guidelines and their requirements. They're more flexible. They allow individuals who don't have traditional structure to get by that by manual underwriting, as just stated earlier, by different compensating factors that will allow them to get in, and by bank statements or different means, alternative documentation to get in. By no means is this a loan that you have to stay in or stuck in. They allow you with no prepayment penalty to refinance at any time. You can get into these loans. You can then, that can be your strategy to get in. Get a 40-year loan so you have a low payment. Right. Interest-only loan so you have a low payment. And when the interest rates and the market corrects itself, you are not penalized at all for then now refinancing or Maybe you file your taxes between that time, so now you can get into another loan that will allow you to get a lower interest rate if that's what if that's what tickles your fancy. For me, a non-QM loan is the, is a great way to go, and sometimes it's a better option than a traditional loan for many borrowers based upon financial structure. Great information, Charles. Thanks very much. We're up against it. You want to tell people how they can get in touch with you? Absolutely. You can reach me at that good old 702-328-5191. That's 702-328-5191. Or you can email me at charles at malibufunding.biz. That's charles at malibufunding.boyisaaczenith. Charles, thank you very much for coming on the show. Always like your information, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Jeff, thanks for having me always. Thank you very much. That's Charles Giscombe from Malibu Funding. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Thanks very much for tuning into the show each and every week. We bring to you terrific people who have answers to a, a lot of different questions. If you want to see the show, go to YouTube, Jeff Barton, the Mortgage Voice. We're on each and every week, have been doing it for eight, nine years. I don't know, what do we have, about three, 400 shows uh, here at this current studio? Easily. Okay, excellent. Uh, that's Daryl, and he... Produces as well as helps me with all kinds of things on the show. Thank you very much. Also, KCAA, they're a great station in the Inland Empire. And uh, Friday and sa- um, Saturday and Sunday, we're on in the afternoon. If you're driving around, you're going to Home Depot, you're just, like I say, taking a cruise, trying to figure out where the driest place in town is, you can tune into them as uh, this particular show will be airing at that time. I am Jeff Barton. This is the Mortgage Voice. And again, thank you for tuning in. Okay, so answers. What we do, we bring guests to the show who can supply answers to questions that I'm going to ask, which are what borrowers are going to ask. They're going to ask, what's the best way to do this? What's the best interest rate I can get? Can we get into this loan? How much money do I have to put down? What are the processes that we have to do with which to be able to qualify for this loan? Well, joining us right now is Ida Lancaster and Connie Hernandez, both from PMA, been on the show before, and I really appreciate them coming back. Hello to both of you, and thank you for coming on. Well, thank you for having us, Jeff. Glad to be here. Glad to be here to answer any questions. Okay, so um, since it's a two-on-one here, what I'm going to do, I'll ask a question and you can both answer it uh, however you want. You don't have to tag team. You can both answer to the questions. Um, So uh, just simply, solutions to problems of either a first-time home buyer or somebody who is looking to get back into home buying after being sick of renting for so long as the prices went higher, what are you recommending to them in terms of qualification? Is it uh, in the conventional sense? Is it FHA? What, what, what are you actually looking for your clients, uh, especially with the rates being as volatile as they've been? I know my client, the two I'm working with right now, they're, they want to take advantage of a down payment assistance program. Okay always prefer to go conventional but again fha uh is always you know the main target but when they have such good rates the main focus and and the issue is going to be down payment and down payment assistance connie what do you, what do you say 
Well, I think when you're dealing with first-time home buyers, we have to look at what their personal situation is as far as, you know, if they have any credit challenges, going conventional may be a bit of a challenge because that requires right. a bit stronger credit. FHA has always been known to be a bit more lenient when it comes to first-time home buyers that maybe are just starting, haven't quite established their credit yet or someone who has had some challenges with their credit for XYZ reasons. So FHA tends to be a bit more lenient. Um, there, there are also a lot of programs that go well that are first-time homebuyer um, down payment assistance programs that work well with FHA. You know, the ratios uh, for them qualifying are a bit more flexible. That means they have a little bit more buying power than if they were to go conventional. Right. Definitely options out there. I mean, obviously, the big question everyone has right now is rates, rates. Of course. But, you know, like in all times of our industry, you know, stemming back from 20, 30 years ago, you always find solutions. You know, maybe they may not be able to get that six or $700,000 home as a first-time home buyer, but they can look at maybe some options and starting off with maybe a condo maybe driving a little further out than what they were expecting to drive. So there's definitely options out there and it's always best to buy versus rent, no matter what the issues are. Agreed there. I think if you're looking to build long-term wealth or generational wealth, there's only one way to do it, especially if you're a nine to fiver like me, you gotta buy a house. There's just no other way. Well, there's always lots of benefits to owning, Jeff. Uh -huh. um, you know, even again, people get tend to be a little bit worried about the rates, but I mean, you're losing a lot more money if you're renting versus buying at the current rate. It's right. always going to be a better option. Yeah, well, I... you, look at, you look, also look at what a renter has to come in with just to start to rent is almost ridiculous. You know, it's almost you wanna, the down payment. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost the down payment that you need, plus if you go with a down payment assistance program you're in um, you know um you, you both mentioned connie and ida both mentioned down payment assistance programs which i think depending on the borrower and the area are very very popular there are a couple of companies that went out of business in terms of this but there's also new players in the down payment assistance world plus I think it's uh, Calhafa and uh, Chinoa, and uh, there's one other in there. Could you explain to people what that is and maybe uh, give a little advice as to how to, you know, contact somebody or get somebody involved with uh, a process of getting a, a down payment assistance program working for them? Well, there's definitely a process that has to take place. Right. Uh, it's something else. They do have to qualify. Uh, some of these programs are going to have some guidelines as far as what the medium income is and do they qualify under those medium income requirements. They will have to, in most cases, do a first-time home buyer seminar. Now they're offering them online. They need mm -hmm. to be in class. So there are some steps that you need to be prepared for, which if your loan officer is familiar with them, they'll walk you through the process. But in some instances, like city programs, they may have a program that's forgivable over a 10, 15, 20-year period. What that means is that the lien is there on your property, but if you live in the property for X amount of time, whatever the requirement is for the city, that money that you borrowed to purchase your home could be forgiven. So those are other options that are out there, and again, depending on where they live, what their particular situation is, where their income, those are the things that they'll be reviewing with their loan officer to see what program is best for them. Yeah, I, I like the down payment. There, there's a company or two out there, you probably know the lenders I'm talking about, that mm -hmm. offer a second that is a forgivable second after, I don't know, I don't know six or seven payments. Um, People are looking for ways by which they can get into a home. Do you think the housing affordability, especially in Covina, West Covina, out in the San Bernardino Riverside area, is going to improve this year to allow people to be able to at least take some advantage of uh, prices they can afford? Well, you know, I've already seen a little bit of a drop in okay. the price. Um, not drastic by no means, but it, there has been a drop. 
And I can only imagine as time goes forward that the prices will drop a bit more if these interest rates continue to either stay or go up any higher. Um, obviously, there are people that need to sell. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that it's going to put in a situation that if there's no one buying or not as many people buying, I shouldn't say no one buying, there's still a lot of buyers out there. But if not as many people are pounding on their doors, you don't have 20 offers sitting on the table, and they need to sell, they're going to have to adjust their sales price. Meaning, if one person on the block adjusts their sales price when the next person wants to sell, they're going to have to um, realize that that sales price is going to affect what they can sell their home for. And that's just how you know the price adjustments are going to happen. Yeah, I'm just not confident at all in the marketplace, meaning that if we see sellers have starting to have some concessions or starting to be able to give a little bit on price, we still see prices rising nationally on an average a little bit. Um, when do you think sellers get it in their head that they have to negotiate a little bit better, they have to drop price a little bit more? Doesn't that take usually six, seven months in a in a uh, selling cycle? And doesn't that take us through the fall if that's in fact the case? I would think so. Yeah. yeah. And I'm dealing with an issue right now. The same thing is the market was so high at one point, everyone thinks it's going to go back up. Right. Um, the adjustments have been very difficult for my client to make those changes only because she's going into another property and needs that money. So I've got to continuously educate her, bring her comps, even do an appraisal so that it would validate exactly what I told her. Right, right. Those are the challenges. I have another one, uh, Arcadia, you know, and of course they want top dollar, 1.4. Uh, but educating him right now that it's not going to happen at 1.4. Uh, you know, the price prices have come down. Uh, the property needs a lot of work. Uh, you know, changes need to happen. And uh, Right, and I, 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 I think that the real estate agent ends up looking like the bad person always. Whether it's going up and not getting enough Going down, not getting enough. It's always the realtor, the bearer of bad news, when in fact, it's the market. It is. And, you know, the news is letting them know, but it's still... Well, every like, seller is like, well, that may be true for you, but not my property. Right. You know, right. and... Hey, listen, I'm up against it. I apologize. I'm over by a couple of minutes. I really appreciate you all coming on. We should do the double thing again. This has been a, a good experience for me. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Thank you very much. That's Ida Lancaster and Connie Hernandez. By the way, Connie or Ida, could you shout out a way by which people can get in touch with you? Yes, they can reach us in downtown Covina, 101 North Citrus Avenue, Covina. We're on the corner of the Delaware and Citrus. They can reach me at 626-422-2017, and they can reach Ida at 626-806. Four nine three five again with Covina and Covina. <laughs> Excellent. No, I like covering the Covinas. Thanks very much for coming on the program. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you very much. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Thanks very much for tuning in to the show. You know, each and every week, you can hear us on a number of our different podcasts. And our podcasts are, Daryl? <laughs> they are Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartMedia, Radio.com, YouTube, Podclips.io, and TheMortgageVoice.com. Excellent, and thank you very much. You know, I surprised him a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that. Uh, we, we work as a team here. Daryl does all the technical and produces the show, plus he helps me with uh, some of the things. Thanks, Daryl. I appreciate it. I came through. Uh, yes, you did. <laughs> thank you very much. Tried to trip you up. Didn't happen, but 
You know, that's good. I'm glad. Okay, let's get back to some other news in the news, just so that we understand what is happening and what's going around. Okay, there are home builders and higher mortgage rates do not mix. No, no stability in the marketplace. And that's one of the problems if you're a, a first-time home buyer, or even if you're a a buyer that just wants to get back into the market. You've been renting for a while, and you're thinking, hey, maybe equity is about ready to climb again in that particular area of housing, and I want to get in on it. Well, it's just the stability. You just don't know because you can't anticipate, one, what the price is going to be, and two, what your mortgage payment is going to be. And those are the two things you worry about. Obviously, if you have to put money into the house, that's the third thing. And, of course, uh, how much down versus you know FHA, which is 3.5%. Still, 25-30% of the market is cash. Still unbelievable, but that's happening. All right, three people talk about real estate as something that is, you know, in their portfolio of things that they own. And I call it the BBC. That's the Billionaire Boys Club. I'm sure there are females in the Billionaires Club, but this particular group are all men. And you know all the names. Yes, you do. Okay, so Warren Buffett, what does he say? What does he do? 7% stake in Louisiana Pacific Corp. They're a home building solutions kind of company, uh, like a Home Depot, a Lowe's, places like that. Why is he putting uh, buying 7% stake? Because his long-term interests align with real estate making either a comeback, being steady, or increasing in value. As everyone knows, he owns Berkshire Hathaway. Berkshire Hathaway is one of... Um, uh, Berkshire Hathaway's companies, and uh, he's made a huge investment in this company uh, to be able to take advantage of what he sees as an increasing value in the real estate market. Jeff Bezos, now we've talked about Bezos before on the show, investing in Arrive Homes. Arrive Homes is a REIT-like investment where non-accredited borrowers, buyers rather, can get in, buy shares in the company, and share in the increase or the steady income that is paid based on the investment you make in these REITs. Big pool of money, go out and buy a bunch of properties. Those properties are rented out, and that rent helps pay what the dividend is to you. That's Jeff Bezos. And then the last guy, of course, is Elon Musk. I don't know what you think about Elon Musk, but he's not a stupid guy. But what he's doing, now this may harken back to the Henry Ford days when Henry Ford upped all the salaries at Ford Motor Company so everybody at the company could buy his cars. This was one of the innovations of big business at the time that was uh, pretty innovative. Uh, so Musk is doing the same thing. He's building 110 houses for his employees down in Bastrop County, Texas. I hope I've spelled that or I mean pronounced that right. And... The project is called, of all things, Project Awesome. That sounds like an Elon Musk name, doesn't it? So these three billionaires are betting on real estate. Now, they're betting on real estate in a lot of, in three really different areas. So are we bullish on the show about what's going to happen in real estate? Well, real estate itself never goes anywhere. It might go up and down in value, but it always comes back. question is, is it going to be this year? These people are investors for the long term, uh, whether it's Elon Musk building for his own particular use, i.e. his employees' homes, Warren Buffett, big stake in a Home Depot-like company called Louisiana Pacific Corp., and um, Jeff Bezos in uh, in buying in Arrive Homes, the REIT-like company. All these, as I said, are investment vehicles. That's what I think. I think it is still a pretty good market in order to reinvest or invest in your own home to make sure that the profit and the value that you continue to keep as it continues to grow. We have seen prices fall somewhat. We've had seen the, the rate of growth slow down. But for the most part, real estate to me is still the personal best way that you can go from A to Z quickly, i.e. you can become very wealthy just by paying off your home and seeing equity increase. The assessment on single-family residences to send tax bills soaring. Okay, so in some states, not in California, but I just wanted to let you let you know that actually the property tax in California is really pretty good in comparison to some other states. Let's let's choose this state as an example, Iowa. In Iowa, each county, like in California, assesses their own properties. But unlike California, where we're at about, a, uh, since Howard Jarvis back in the day, uh, and the property tax bill is frozen at about, you know, one and a quarter percent, something like that. In, in Iowa, each county assesses differently. In one of the counties in Iowa, 
the tax bill is going to go up 22%. So let's say you own a million-dollar house and the tax bill is 1%. That's 10000 It goes up 25%. That's, you know... 12500 that's a big jump. Well, most properties are probably not taxed at 1%. It's probably more like 2 to 3 or 4%. So you're going to see a huge tax increase. And in California, we actually get a pretty good break. So if you ever get a chance to go out there and, you know, pick it or ask for or make sure that this particular tax assessment stays low, yeah, let's do that. Now, the one of the good things in California, too, is that property values being what they are and the turnover in property once every five to seven years, that those particular tax rates really get updated, really, because the way property values have been going, i.e. through the roof, 34% over the past three years, that means that the, the um, counties that you live in are also getting tax increases because the basis by which the property was sold increases dramatically, especially over the last three to four years. Interesting, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. Two things that we talk about when we talk about how do people feel. When we talk about it in the real estate world, we talk about Michigan survey and we talk about uh, what's the other one? Conference board. Well, conference board, conference board sentiment came out today. And what does that mean? What is the conference board? It's like the Michigan sentiment. They go out, they take a survey, they try to figure out exactly what the consumer is feeling about certain things, especially about spending money and especially about buying a house. So what do they say? They say that the conference board said that the overall consumer sentiment is down to 106. Now, they were expecting 108, so this is really down. Anything over 100 is actually positive. But the Michigan um, says it's actually up in February. So who do we look at? Who do the people look at when it talks about consumer confidence? Because the consumer confidence is really what drives the economy. If everybody in your street said, hey, you know what, it's going to rain tomorrow, you probably say, wow, I better get the umbrella about. I better, you know, close the garage door. Why? Because the sentiment of the neighborhood is it's going to rain. Well, times nationally about what's happening either with the economy or with the recession, with the war, with inflation, all these things can add to a negative sentiment, i.e. driving people to keep money in their pocket. Therefore, you will have a recession because anything below, uh, as I said, uh, a certain number in terms of uh, what people buy and sell. GDP is obviously the makeup of all goods and services sold in the U.S. during a day, during a week, during a quarter. Um, so if, like I say, people are thinking negative about things, people stop buying, that's going to drive us into a recession. Nobody wants that because uh, the only thing that will cure being in a recession is the inflation. And I think some people really like house inflation, don't you? I like to see my house values go up as well. Okay, we got about a minute and a half left. The housing market, 2003. Here's several things on here. I'm going to read a quick list here. All right. Buyers will get some leverage. That's true. If you're out there buying a home right now, you can actually negotiate, maybe not price so much, but you certainly can negotiate terms, and you certainly can negotiate uh, on a a bunch of different levels with the seller. Home prices, uh, market, uh, home prices might decline. That's what I say. I can't read my own writing. They might decline, and in a lot of different neighborhoods and uh, places in San Bernardino and Riverside counties, you could see pockets of declining uh, uh, prices in the marketplace. Inventory will increase. That's a complete opposite of what I just said. So if we get certain areas that home prices will decline, that may, in fact, drive inventory up. Buyer's remorse among COVID uh, pandemic buyers. Okay, we got 30 seconds left. What does that mean? When we had the escape from the city COVID buyers, a lot of smaller towns around the country were, you know, selling their houses for a lot more than they usually did. Why? Because a lot more demand. People were working from home and they needed more space. Well, the reverse of that is true. And what happens is the people who bought in those uh, towns and countryside, they're regretting the purchases because they think they paid too much and they can't see themselves living in that Wherever they are now, they want to move back to the city. Anyway, I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Thanks very much. I didn't get to half this stuff today. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll see you next time. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. KCAA is your CNBC news affiliate. We're the station that gets down to business. 
The message of Brother Stair lives on here in Southern California on KCAA, Monday through Friday from 1 to 5 a.m. Hear the worldwide broadcast of the Overcomer Ministry from the Faith Cathedral Fellowship. Call for prayer requests or to make a donation at area 843-599-1215, beginning at 1 a.m. Monday through Friday. Hear it here on KCAA, AM and FM. Learn to make money five ways with rental real estate. Double your money with apartments and get your map to financial freedom. And that map starts with a free workshop. Sign up now at lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on the Join Free Workshop tab and attend online or in person. That's lifestylesunlimited.com. Lifestylesunlimited.com. Again, that's lifestylesunlimited.com. Limited seating, unlimited potential. This segment sponsored by the generous support of the Dream Team. Looking for the keys to something bigger and better? Downsizing or relocating to the perfect spot? Oscar Ramirez from Century 21 Lois Lauer Real Estate and Matt Flores from Secure Choice Lending are here to help you sell or buy with their trusted and experienced knowledge and advice. People are calling Oscar and Matt at 951-751-3249. That's 951-751-3249. Real Real estate and loan advisors Oscar and Matt can give you a no-cost consultation. You don't have to buy anything. Matt and Oscar can help you figure your way through the complicated real estate market. Email Oscar at LoisLauer.com or on Instagram at Oscar Ramirez Garcia and Matt Flores at SecureChoiceLending.com. Don't let today's real estate pitfalls stop you from dreaming. Make your new home dreams come true. DRE number 0207-0344. Se habla español. The Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands is serving up some really cool ice cream at La Micho Acana. Then get your chocolates and other delights from Seas Candies. Moms and future moms who visit the mall can cool off and relax while they get treated like royalty at Shiny Nails or Francis Nails and then pampered at Texture Hair. The Tri-City Center is filled with retailers who care about you. Shop at the Tri-City Center in Redlands and see why they call it the mall with a heart. Alfred Signs in Fontana honors our military troops and veterans for their sacrifices. Remember them in our praise until these trying times are over. America's troops are our angels of peace and wings of protection, fighting to defend and keep freedom in our great country and around the world. That's Alfred Signs in Fontana thanking our troops for their sacrifice, reminding us that we live free thanks to our brave soldiers and God bless America. For veteran suicide prevention help, call 24 hours a day at 800-273-8255. NBC News Radio, I'm Tammy Trujillo. President Biden is marking the 58th anniversary of Bloody Sunday with a visit to Selma, Alabama. The White House says the president will deliver remarks on the importance of commemorating the day so that history can't be erased. He's also expected to highlight the continued fight for voting rights and civil rights for black Americans. Biden will then take part in the annual Selma Bridge Crossing at the Edmund Pettus Bridge this afternoon. That's the site where civil rights protesters marching for the right to vote were beaten by Alabama state troopers in 1965. Biden is also expected to tour areas that were devastated by tornadoes back in January before departing for Washington. Senator Joe Manchin says he'll decide his political future at the end of the year. Oh, there's plenty of time for the elections. Appearing on CBS's Face the Nation, the West Virginia Democrat went on to criticize how quickly the country focuses on an election as soon as the cycle approaches. Manchin is up for re-election in 2024, and he's set to announce if he'll run for the same seat or take his campaign to the presidential level, saying he has plenty of time to make up his mind. An attorney for convicted killer Alex Murdoch says his appeal is coming. Jim Griffin made that remark outside the courthouse after the once prominent and wealthy South Carolina attorney was sentenced to life in prison for killing his wife and son. Griffin noted that no deal was offered by the prosecution and there were no negotiations in the case. The 51st running of the Iditarod is underway. The world-famous sled dog race of over a 1,000 miles to Nome began with the ceremonial start in Anchorage yesterday, followed by today's restart. Trail conditions are described as good, with just 33 mushers taking part this year. Reigning champion Brent Sass will defend his title against the smallest field in the history of the event. 
The Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race first ran to Nome in 1973. You're listening to the latest. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.